Broadway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. fans joining me now is co-host dave oliveri dave how are you this evening don i'm I'm doing better than i was this weekend i think the protocol for the weekend was an umbrella a raincoat and galoshes for those old people that know what galoshes are (laughs) i was gonna ask you if the young people understand that probably not Hey, we got a good show planned for tonight. We got Bill Rebar from Jennerstown Speedway, Asphalt Late Model Champion Mike Sweeney, Tyler Harris from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and he has an excellent interview with Vince Laboon. We have drag racing reporter Tom Lang, and you did a nice one with Jeremy Cornbaugh. Yeah, Don, just in the last couple weeks, for all of our, our race fans, our listeners, drivers, as racers, we always bond together through thick and thin. And, and I'm going to share some things, and then you can chime in. But our track up north, Jennerstown Speedway, which is an asphalt track, one of the most gorgeous asphalt tracks in the East Coast, has been involved in a thing with Advanced Auto Parts called Advance My Track Challenge. And there's multiple, multiple tracks all over the United States that are are signed up for this and the winner in Jennerstown and I'll let you share this if you win and Jennerstown has now made the top six and I'm sure I don't want to steal any of Billy Rebar's thunder but what we need our fans and listeners to do is voting started back and now, now that Jennerstown has made the top six we need everybody's help racers help racers whether you're a drag racer uh, uh 
asphalt racer, dirt track, motocross. We need you to vote. You can vote up to three times a day because if Jenner's talent comes out the winner, Don, you can share to this. Well, Billy would like to make some major renovations, and they would use the money for that. One of them would include uh, new restrooms, and it would just be great. I mean, the ones they have are nice, but it would be great if they could, uh, whether they make them bigger or, you know, I'm not sure. But that's the main focus. It's funny. Uh, Billy got an email from somebody that's planning planning to come down for one of the races, and the question was... How could Jennerstown be 93 years old? And when you look at it, it looks like a brand new speedway that was built this year. Well, again, and the amazing part to the Jennerstown owners and Billy Rebar and his staff, we forgot how long that track sat vacant. And up in the mountains they're on, the weather is not the most conducive to having things sit idle for any length of period of time. Well, they fi- they've really got it figured out, and they got everything up to date. And when the drivers come in there for the first time, the comments are synonymous. Wow, this place is really beautiful. The people welcome us with open arms. I really like it here, and I want to come back. And that's across the board. Well, I think so. Let our listeners know that first prize is $50,000, and in today's marketplace that's a lot of money and i think some of the previous conversations we had with bill and you was it how could you make it better in today's society with things that we have to do i think a lot of that is going to go in to, to making the restrooms nicer but with the handicap facilities that they have there and they have a countless many people every week that use those handicap facilities and it's just going to make it that much easier for them don you got some nice statistics on the winners this past week. Why don't you share those? Yeah, well, obviously there was nothing in Western Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania due to the weather, but uh, we had in the world of late world of outlaw late models at Mississippi Thunder Speedway Thursday night's winner a ten thousand dollar to one race went to Bobby Pierce. Friday evening, Superman Jonathan Davenport picked up a nice ten thousand dollar win. And on Saturday, Mike Marlar, I hate to say he was the recipient of something lucky, but a $50,000 win to him. Tyler Bruning made his way up from mid-pack, was leading the race, and I read the comments, and I don't want to say he's not a rookie, but and you can attest to it, sometimes you've got to look a little further ahead, and he didn't, and he ran into a lap car with nine laps to go, and... The result is he finished, I think, 10th or 13th instead of picking up his first World of Outlaw win. So a good weekend for the World of Outlaw late models, Don. That had to hurt. Fifty grand. Hey, Schaefer's Spring Nationals at East Alabama Speedway. Saturday, Brandon Overton picked up 10,000. In our for our sprint car fans, both the All-Star Sprints and the World of Outlaws Sprints were off this past weekend. However, the Outlaws will be traveling to Central PA to take on the PA Posse, both at Lincoln Speedways and at Wilmington Rose. I think it's a Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday show. And, Don, and I, you go back, way back, way, way back. No, I'm just kidding. Easy. Um, yeah. <laughs> when the Posse takes on the Outlaws, 
you're on your home turf, the, the outlaws have a little disadvantage of, you know, with the posse that being at their home turf. Yeah, and, and usually the posse does quite well. It does, and just to, to again, not a whole lot this week with uh, Mother Nature being definitely the winner. I want to, again, we were talking about Jennerstein and the Advanced Auto uh, Tracks finalist. I've had a chance, Don, and you've had some of our drivers have gotten on. Jason, Racing Jason Bush has been on and put out a video. Uh, Will Hemminger has put out a video. And I know the people and the drivers at Jennerstein. I mean, this is early on, and we got to see this over the weekend. And now we're in Monday evening, so I'm sure more of these videos are going to pop up again, as we talked about. These are racers wanting to help their home racetrack. And again, fans, you can get out and vote. You can vote three times a day. I know I vote every, every day three times, Donna. I know you do as well. I even have Donna voting three times a day. Wow. Yeah. Yep. She's part of the uh, crew that's trying to get that prize for Jennerstein Speedway. Well, Dave, do you have any closing thoughts? I, I don't. Um, the only closing thoughts I might have is hopefully this coming weekend we see that uh, big yellow uh, thing called the sun in, in, in the sky and we get some racing in over this coming weekend, Don. I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same as well, Don. This is Jonathan Davenport, and you're listening to Rapping on Racing. This is the Banker Bob Thought for Monday, May 9th. Diplomacy is the art of telling someone to go to hell and have them actually ask you for directions. This portion of Rapid on Racing is brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For more information, check out Jennerstown.org. Area Auto Racing News is a great way to keep up to date on what is happening in motorsports. Some of their excellent writers include Ernie Saxton, Joanne Davies, Walt Weimer, and Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. Subscribe now to Area Auto Racing News at AARN.com. 50 issues at just $60 or digital only for $39 a year. For more information, call 609-888-3618 or go online to AARN.com. Stay informed with Area Auto Racing News. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, Call 412-922-8988. 
Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Freebar. Listeners, joining us now is Bill Rebar from the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, you got some big, big news. We do, Don. Really, really excited to be able to pretty much break the news on Rapid on Racing that the Jennerstown Speedway Complex has been elected as part of the finalists of a Group of Six for a chance at $50,000 for the Advanced Auto Parts Advanced My Track Challenge. Not only the asphalt racers, but racers across the board want to be part of this contest. Yeah, that's correct, Don. Uh, there, I believe there was 20-some tracks from across the country that were a part of this. It was uh, a quite a lengthy voting period, and Jennerstown stood tall, and we made the top six. And there are dirt tracks. There are asphalt tracks. Uh, there's tracks in Alaska. So it's a huge, huge competition spanning the entire, not just the continental United States. Well, this was a smart move uh, for Advanced Auto Parts because the awareness it's uh, creating for their brand, it's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, it's about community outreach attached to the chance for the sweepstakes, uh, winning the 50000 for the track. Fans are eligible to win prizes and stuff as well. Um, you know, I'm a huge Ryan Blaney fan. I've been a Ryan Blaney fan the whole time, and you know, he's the spokesperson of it. So they were at Florence Motor Speedway on Saturday night after Darlington, and they made the announcement, and we're just absolutely thrilled to be a part of this. We need everyone, as I said before, whether you're a dirt fan, asphalt fan, go-kart fan, drag racing fan, anyone that listens to this show, we could really use their help. They can go to our website, our social media. They'll find the link. They'll see the videos, and they need us to vote for Jennerstown Speedway. And, Dawn, what's unique about this is you know, we had a long voting period to start this process. We only have a five-day voting window from today till Friday the 13th to get those votes in to be the, the grand champion. They could not have at, picked a better spokesman for this than Ryan Blaney. I mean, probably one of the most popular drivers in NASCAR, and people just, they, they love him. Absolutely, I agree. Uh, I think he's recognized as a short-track racer, He's not a hot shot. He gets the job done, and he, he resonates with the crowd. You know what would be really nice uh, this week would be to have some decent weather. Yeah. I mean, Mother Nature didn't cooperate here this past weekend. I don't think there was any racing in the state of Pennsylvania or the you know, tri-state region for that fact. The weather was just terrible. Um, but looking at the long-range forecast, it looks to be in the high 60s and 70s all week long this week potential chance for some thunderstorms on Saturday, but we're not going to get too excited about that because we all know when you have high temperatures, you have a risk of thunder showers. But on asphalt, when it's hot, the track also dries. So 
We are excited to hopefully kick off the 2022 season this Saturday, May 14th at Jennerstown Speedway with the 6th Division Asphalt Racing Program. Also on tap, the friends and family of Tanner Friedline, who passed away in a tragic accident a few years ago, have put up some extra money for the Chargers division. It is still the same 15 laps, but there'll be additional money given away. Uh, they're actually going to randomize, give away a $500 sponsorship to a Charger driver in Tanner's name. And they keep collecting money and have some other things in planned as well. So excited to kick off the season as well as a way to honor Tanner. Every time I talk to you, there's something different from the previous week. Uh, have you heard of any other new drivers that uh, I'm not aware of? Don, it's like a revolving door. Uh, I had a gentleman, I can't recall his name, he called me on Friday. He lives in the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania corridor, and, and he's been seeing what's going on, and he sees guys like Mike Sweeney and Travis Fisher driving four and a half, five hours, and you know, his exact words, his words, not mine, is he wants to come race at a real racetrack where they can really race, and he has a motor that's legal for Jennerstown Speedway, and he plans on coming. Um, just seen the other day on Facebook, somebody purchased a pro stock car. It's just, I mean, these people were not even aware of Don or showing up to come race. I think that uh, the guys that travel from far away all have the same comment. Boy, this place is nice. These people treat us nice. They welcome us with open arms. And the word gets out, you know, people talk, and, and, and this is good talk. It really is, um, you know, and that's kind of the testament that's advanced my track challenge. You see that uh, we just had a really great article I wrote that got put on NASCAR.com about you know we have five drivers racing at Jennerstown. There are some part of a uh, three generation legacy. So you know you have the grandfather, the father, and the son somewhere along those lines, and people commenting about literally. How can Jennerstown be one of the oldest racetracks in the country when they look like one of the newest? And that's somebody that we don't know. They're not even from this region. It's just humbling to see the attention we're getting at Jennerstown. Well deserved. Uh, any closing thoughts? Anything else you would like to add? I know people are getting tired of me saying it, but this will be the last time I get to mention on the show. Please go out and vote. Hopefully next time we're on the show, we can say we're the champion. Well, I thank you for a nice report, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Don. This portion of Rappin' on Racing was brought to you by the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, home of the Motor Mountain Masters. For information about upcoming events at Jennerstown Speedway, check out Jennerstown.org. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. No one covers motorsports like Rapid on Racing. 
For nearly 40 years, Rapidon Grayson has provided the best in motorsports information with knowledgeable and veteran reporters who cover all forms of racing. Weekly reports include local dirt and asphalt racing from Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, plus the All-Star, Lucas Oil Late Models, NASCAR, Rush, and the World of Outlaws. Listeners get the latest breaking motorsports news. The show features special guests, local track reports, driver interviews. The host of Rapid on Racing is Don Gamble. A former driver and track promoter, Don brings a wealth of racing knowledge to the program every week. Rapid on Racing. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Hi, this is NASCAR driver Josh Berry, and you're listening to Rappin' on Racing. All right, fans, joining us now is Mike Sweeney, the driver of the D11 Ford Fusion late model. Mike, thanks for being with us. Oh, my pleasure. I have to ask you this. Your racing nickname is Crazy Train. What does that mean, and how did that uh, happen? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, when we, uh, we started out racing, or I guess maybe it has carried through the years, it's, uh, you know, back here... Then home, the local bull rings and short tracks tend to just get a little, a little rough some nights. So it just kind of was something that came about early in my career and kind of had just stuck. It stuck. I like it. It's and you know, interesting drivers need a nice nickname. Yeah, know. we embrace it. We make sure we put it on the car every year, and so. I had uh, back in the seventies when I was driving. Somebody gave me the nickname the headhunter, and one of the officials at the track many years later said, I was afraid of you. I didn't even want to go near your pit area. <laughs> he got over it. Uh, uh, you live, and I'll probably mispronounce this, Nesquahone, PA? Yep, Nesquahone, PA, yep. That's a little bit of a ride to Jennerstown. It is, it is. It's uh, usually about uh, right around four hours we, we tow one way. But I know you've become very good friends with Billy Rebar and a lot of the officials and the other drivers, and you're able to camp there, and uh, Harper has a chance to either, if, if the weather's nice, be out roaming around with Sarah, or if it's not so nice, to stay in and stay warm. And I think the family aspect and the family relationship at Jennerstown is one of the things that all the drivers really like. Yeah, and that's, you know, one of the, just one of the many draws that, that have brought us out there um, <clears throat> is the fact that we can camp there. Um, Harper gets kind of a little bit of free reign, you know, Saturday morning, Friday nights if we come out, Sunday mornings when we stay um, with Billy's kids. 
Um, you know, it's nothing for us to be be sitting there, and the next thing you know, they'll be riding their bikes by us or driving a golf cart by us, and we'll laugh or whatever, and they'll be hanging out with, you know, Billy driving or whatever. And, you know, it's just, uh, it is one of the, the main reasons why it's a little bit easier for us to, to come and race there. How did you find Jennerstown? Um, well, actually, we always knew about it, and, um, you know, we just, we talked about traveling out to see the place, and we just never, never did. We weren't really traveling racers. We, we raced at Mahoning and Evergreen, you know, real close to home here, and uh, they had that Motor Mountain Masters race posted up, and, you know, we said, we're going to try it, and we uh, finally got a hold of Billy and, and got the car, you know, made sure we were right with the rules, and we came out and just fell in love with the place and just fell in love with the atmosphere and said we were going to try it again and we came back the next year and after that then it was just a matter of uh you know getting the the right seals on our our motor and uh becoming a weekly type competitor out there what you're what you're explaining is what happens to a lot of drivers when they get there the first time wow, we love this place, we're coming back. And, and even people like yourself that have a long ride to get there, uh, it's worth it because it's a very happy uh, and healthy uh, experience. It's, it's just, you know, racing's serious, but it's okay to have a little fun. Fun is good. Right. And, you know, we, uh, we travel, you know, traveled out there. Everybody welcomed us with open arms. They have great owners. You know, all the officials, you could tell that they are really enthusiastic about being there on a Saturday night. They want to be there. They want to do a good job. You know, all the racers were, were great. We had no issues there. Um, so it really just, you know, when they when everybody opened their, their arms up like that, it kind of made it easier to, uh, to decide to travel and, and race out there. I'd like you to tell me a little bit about... The uh, motorsports technology at Luzerne uh, County Community College. What was that like, and how did that fit into your program? Um, yeah, we were looking, you know, I was getting out of high school, and mom and dad really wanted me to do some type of furthering of my education, and um, kind of found that program, and we went and checked it out, and, you know, it had a little bit of different aspects of racing you know you had a bunch of different engine uh classes you had um cad you had some computer classes you had your regular physics and math and business and um it, it goes along with you know the associate's degree and and um i just decided that that's what i was going to do and the ultimate game plan was going to be to leave home and move down south and get a job and that just kind of wasn't my thing i was started racing here and um just wasn't my wasn't my path to to go down south at that time and just ended up never making it there listeners if you're just joining us we're talking to mike sweeney the driver of the d11 ford fusion late model um mike uh when you uh put the d on the car what was the reason for that so when we first started racing um, and we had moved up to the street stock division, there was a another number 11. So, you know, we had a 
um, do something, and I didn't really want to change my number. And one of my best friends, I worked for him and his dad at the time, and we had a they had a small excavating business and stuff. So a D11 was actually uh, is actually a big bulldozer um, that Caterpillar makes. It's actually one of the biggest ones they made at that time. So a D11 is a is a bulldozer. So that's how that all came about. So instead of crazy train, they could have called you the bulldozer. But I, yeah, I, we, had, we had we had lots of nicknames. And I'm sure some guys probably still do call us the bulldozer. But yeah, um, talk a little bit about uh, when you were in Circle Track Magazine, uh, tied in with some advertising with Jones Racing Products. That had to be pretty uh, pretty nice. Yeah, it was actually um, Speedway Illustrated. We were in. Um, it was all tied together there with Jones and, and you know, the advertising they do. And, I mean, it was pretty cool. They came out, did a photo shoot. Um, we had a location here at, at a local train station. Um, had to get some, you know, permits to get, get the car in there and get some photos done and stuff. And it was pretty neat experience. Um, you know, we got to go down to the track the next day. We did a little test session. They took a bunch of pictures. Um, came back to the shop, they set up, you know, lights and photo shoot and did a bunch of stuff with the car. And, um, you know, I can't thank CJ Jones and everybody at, at, you know, Jones Racing Products for kind of putting that deal together and helping us out there. And everybody at Speedway Illustrated, you know, it just, you know, was a, was a pretty cool experience and glad that we got to do it. Um, you know, not a lot of people get to do stuff like that. And, that was one thing that was really cool in our racing career and you know we have the magazines hanging in the shop wall and stuff and just uh it was it was a really neat experience you have a nice way of building your fan base i'd like to talk about the big wheel races you sponsored at mahoning valley and mountain mm-hmm. speedway yeah it's uh something that you know they do at intermission for the kids and then they look upon some drivers maybe to get some prizes and stuff together for the kids so we would do it every year um, you know, just go down at intermission and, um, now Harper actually enjoys it when we go to, to Evergreen and stuff, you know, she actually takes her big wheel along and, and she'll actually race them now. Um, she actually won every one that she was in last year. So she did really good. And it's something really cool for the kids. They get excited to just even be down on the track and, and get to, to check everything out and, you know, they actually get the race then. So she's following in uh, Dad's footsteps. I'd like to yeah, talk, yeah, a little bit. Like to talk about an organization I'm not familiar familiar with. It's R A A C E Foundation. A little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so it was an organization we had belonged to, um, and it was founded um, by Stevie Smith, um, Senior, the sprint car driver. And, um, you know, it was, they would do local car shows, local shows, and it actually grew into something that is, you know, pretty big now. Um, and it's just, uh, awareness for child abuse. And, you know, it was something that we became a part of through, through Brad who worked there. And, um, you know, he was looking for drivers and we would put their name on the car and stuff and, and try to help out any way we could with that stuff. And uh, it was just to bring awareness um, to parents, to, you know, any family member about child abuse. 
Well, in addition to being a pretty good race car driver and an all-around good guy, you uh, didn't just focus on racing. It's all these other things that you were involved in, and I uh, compliment you on that. These are very important uh, organizations that you're with. Well, we're, we're coming up on a commercial break. Uh, first of all, I'd like to give you a chance to thank your sponsors and then maybe uh, mention your pit crew and thank anyone else that needs uh, a thank you. Yeah, I mean, we got so many supporters that back us. Um, Ford Performance, Jones Racing Products, um, definitely couldn't do this without them. They are top-notch. I mean, just, you know, their products speak for themselves. Um, BNF General Machine, Kovach Inc. Um, this year, new on the car, we have Hummel & Sons Storage and Rentals. Um, performance Driveline, Criteric Automotive, Rodoka Excavating, um, just to name a few. Um, you know, we have uh, Warrant, the rock band on the car. They do a pretty cool cross-promotion with us. Um, so it's uh, it's definitely neat the people you meet along the way. And uh, I just can't thank, you know, everybody that helps us along the way. Um, I got a great crew between Lance, Pip, my dad, my brother-in-law, Joey, um, you know, Sarah and Harper are always at the racetrack with me. My mom and dad support me, um, you know, wherever we want to go racing. And, you know, they hardly ever miss a race. So, um, yeah, just, you know, so many people behind me. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody just because we have such great support and we have so much support that, uh, you know, we can't thank everybody enough. Well, when we do your next interview, maybe in Victory Lane, you can see if there's anybody we missed, and we'll make a big fuss over them. You know, you mentioned, there we go. You mentioned Sarah, and I've said this so many times, people are tired of hearing it. Whether it's the mom, the wife, the sister, the girlfriend, they are the glue that hold the whole thing together. And if they're on board, you're a lucky man. If not, eh, it's going to be a long season. Yeah, no, I'm definitely... I'm definitely a lucky guy on that aspect. She, uh, she definitely helps guide me along and helps me helps me out. So I can't uh, definitely can't complain about that. So, well, Mike Sweeney, I thank you for being with us, and hopefully, your this season is one of your best ever. And good luck uh, up at Jennerstown. <laughs> thank you again. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboo Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. 
Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. As everyone surely knows, this past weekend was practically a washout for most tracks, and Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway was no exception to that. Next Saturday, May the 14th, promises to be an exciting night of racing at third sponsor Half Mile as we welcome both the Pittsburgh Circle Track Club and the Twin State Auto Racing Club for their respective group nights. Members of either of those clubs will be admitted for free with proper identification. Additionally, it will be night one of the $500 to win Cheplik Packing Hobby Stocks to headline our six division action event joining the hobby socks will be the Hovison auto truck supply rush sportsman modifieds for their second appearance of the season the rorick automotive rush dirt late models the penn ohio pro stocks the crawford auto repair open four cylinders and the always safe flagging and traffic control young guns gates open at 5 p.m with hot laps at 6 and racing at 7 general admission is only 15 dollars for adults $14 for seniors, $10 for students aged 16 to 13, $5 for kids 12 to 6, and children 5 and under are always free. For scheduling and all ticketing information, please visit ppms.com and be sure to follow us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. With a lack of action on the racetrack, I had the opportunity to speak with Vince Laboon this past weekend. Vince, a former racer himself, has been working with Cheplik Packing on this newly established partnership with Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. And for those unfamiliar, Cheplik Packing is a butcher shop located in Finleyville, Pennsylvania, just uh, outside of the South Hills area. And they have a wide variety of quality products and services, all at reasonable prices. Vince talks about how that partnership all got started. Well, I actually met them last year when we were trying to put the Josh Langer Memorial together for the first time. 
And I realized that Cheplik was friends with a lot of my friends in the hobby stocks or drivers that I know, the Sheltmans, the Antons, folks like that. And he just volunteered. He wanted to get involved and do some uh, contingency awards, which were, thankfully for me, beef sticks, beef jerky. <laughs> so you know, I got I got to sample some of that as well. Um, I'm pretty sure he threw some money into the purse. And he also gave away, I think it was four uh, $75 steak and filet packages and everything else that we raffled off on the front straightaway, if you remember last year for Josh's race. So um, I mean, it was great. It was, I was joking with my buddies. It was the first time you know, I have kind of like a bucket list of stuff I've done with racing with my dad and family over the years, but that was the first time I can actually say I drove around on a quad handing out beef jerky and beef sticks to drivers in the pits and, you know, carried around a cooler. I think, uh, Todd Weldon helped me carry that cooler it had to be, um, you know, hundred pounds of meat and, and jerky across the front straightaway. So I told him, I said, that's something we can always look back on and laugh when we're old men that here we are carrying this massive, you know, 150 pound cooler across the track with full of steaks and beef jerky. So, um, but anyway, that's how he got involved last year and he loved it. And he said, Hey, get a hold of me in the spring. I'd like to do something for the division, uh, maybe for 2022. So, and I, and I reached out to him in March and I said, Hey, are you still interested in doing something? And um, at the time, I was thinking about doing a little mini series because it's great to have Josh's race in the fall, but that division's such a huge part of the track. And those guys literally and girls literally raced for a bag of chips for many years. So, you know, I do a lot of stuff for my dad's race, but I've always respected that division because it's to me, it's truly the like the dirt route racers, you know, that just come and they're not worried about the money. Um, they race for a bag of chips and beat the heck out of each other for 15 laps for that bag of chips. But um, now that they have a, a smaller purse, finally, um, I started thinking back in my old days when I ran E-Mods, we had that York Triathlon Series. And granted, that was across different tracks, but I thought, well, you know, maybe it'd be pretty cool to do it at PMS. We'll just have like a five-race mini-series. We'll keep points separately for that. Um, give them something to look forward to once a month, be the headliner instead of just, you know, the fall for Josh's race. Um, and, and I ran up by him and, and he was in. The hobby stock division has been on the rise for the past several years, and in 2020, the inaugural hobby stock invitational was created. A $1,000 feature to win event. Vince expressed his initial concerns, but praised how well the events have gone over. I think the the two races I put together, um, I think the week before the big races, they kind of destroyed each other, and I kind of thought to myself, like, what did I get this into? Am I doing more harm than good? Letting them race for a grand, they're going to kill each other, you know. Um, but I will say that once it once it came to the actual race, um, and it was clean. I think there might have been like a couple single cautions for a spin out, or someone caught the wall kind of deal. But through qualifying, because you know th those those drivers usually don't qualify, so through the qualifying, the heat races, and the dash, and all the stuff we put together, it was really cool to see them kind of step up um, and act. Not that they don't act professional, but really be a headlining series, you know, and and, and watch the race they put together. So I agree. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and then it, it also goes to show we, we always preach in the, in the driver's meeting, you know, you, you can't win the thousand, um, if you don't finish the race, you know, and I think it was 150 or something to start or, uh, somewhere around there last year that if you destroy your car, it's not worth it for 150 bucks. So be smart, be around. Everyone seemed to listen. So hopefully the third time will be the charm as well, uh, to keep everyone together, but yeah, it should be awesome. And, you know, um, the series itself will be cool because, just to see 
over those five races who who ends up being the points champ you know who actually comes through and has that consistency to your point where if you're rubbing fenders and cut down the tire or something happens it'll be interesting to see over those five races you know who really what cream rises at the top so i'm excited to see how it works out and when asked about a possible prize fund i'm trying to work on that I'm, <laughs> bragging rights is cool i was thinking you know maybe a trophy or a belt like i do for my dad's race and i did talk to some of the drivers to say would you rather have like a little mini points fund to say, okay, the the champ, I'll make it up, gets a hundred bucks and second place gets 75 or 50, or do you want to just kind of put it through the field? Because if there's a $500 payout at the end amongst the top 10 drivers, I'll make it out or top five drivers, that's less money in the, in the actual race. So I think for right now, it'll be bragging rights, maybe a trophy. I'll come up with something cool, but the feedback I got from the drivers is let's just share it amongst all 20 drivers. And that means over the course of the series, everyone gets an extra 50 bucks or hundred bucks throughout the races. They're happy with that. The hobby stock division at PPMS hasn't always been host to 20 car fields. And as I said earlier, the division has been on the rise amongst both competitors and fans. The Vince touches on the remarkable progress within the division. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I think there was some nights there were maybe four cars, four or five cars, and the racing was good, but you know, it slowly grew to 10. And then I remember one night I said, well, they had 13 cars. You know, that's pretty cool. I, I, they ran two heat races and they couldn't in the feature. Sometimes there might be three cars that actually made it out of the heat race. So, and I joke with um, Sheltman, Steve Sheltman, my, my friend, you know, he used to just come in and just destroy people because he was so good for Motordrome and uh, such a good driver, but it's kind of cool to see him have battles with the Gatellises and the Kayla McManus and, uh, you know, people that are coming up through the division now and giving him a run for his money. Um, the, you know, it's, it's crazy how far, you know, it's, it's actually grown. And then you have the McGill's they're always up front. So it, you kind of get like those, um, you know, rivalries going and being, having, you know, being able to have 15, 20 cars every night. It's pretty cool to see. The Cheplik Packing Hobby Stock Division is possibly one of the most driver-diverse divisions in all of Western Pennsylvania. From grizzled veterans to high school talent, from men to women, the competitors vary on all ends. One reason for this could be the relatively low cost to compete, and Vince had this to say about both points. And it's funny, you're talking about um, Matt Bernard just won his first feature last week, too. So to your point about the younger generation coming up, and it's it's cool to see that division because I think a lot of it is the cost of racing. So Danny Richery and late models, too. But now that it's so expensive and obviously there's not super lates at the track now. So you have folks that supported um, you know, different divisions over the years. And like Joey Anthony, I think he's going to be running again this year eventually too. Uh, Dave McManus, whenever Kayla's, I think Kayla will be running the, you know, her crate now mostly. Um, but there, I think there were a couple races last year where it was like Sheltman, AJ Poljack. Um, I think he got in one of Sheltman's cars, Dave, Joey, and some other, you know, the old veterans, you know, watch them go three or four wide again. Like it was, you know, 2006 was actually pretty cool to your point, but um, that's why I like that division when it get involved because it's back to my comment before it's like, it's truly like like the, the roots of racing, right? So you have some of those older cars, guys don't have a lot of money. Um, I mean, there's a couple of guys that race street dot tires <laughs> just to be able to race. And I think that's cool. You know, it's a very cost-effective division. Um, it doesn't pay a ton to win. So there's really not the incentive to get crazy and dump $10,000 into a car because it's supposed to be fun. Um, so that allows a lot of the younger kids to get in there, to get their experience, to see if they want to move up like Catellus did with the pro stock. Um, and Kayla did with the crate this year. And you also have old people like me and Danny Rich and Joey and Dave and AJ from time to time that 
don't want to spend all the money on a crate late model or pro stock and just want to go out and race and have fun on some eight inch tires and have a good time. So, you know, do you, I agree. It's, it's, it's a really cool division. The Cheplik Packing Hobby Stock Mini Series have tentative dates set for May 14th, June 11th, July 9th, and August 13th for the Wee Willie White Memorial. The $1,000 to win Josh Langer Memorial will take place on September the 10th. While we have a moment, we would like to take a break to hear a word from our sponsors here on Rapid on Racing. When we return, we will hear more from Vince in regards to the upcoming Ed Laboon Memorial Race. Stay tuned. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, Powertech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway returns for its 43rd racing season in 2022 with a jam-packed weekly racing schedule. It all kicks off on Saturday, April 23rd, featuring our five weekly racing divisions, the Rush Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Open Four Cylinders, and the Young Guns. Throughout the season, PPMS will host several can't-miss special events, including the 34th annual Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series Pittsburgher 100, as well as three Rush Late Model Touring Series events, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Joke George Steel City Classic, and the two-night Bill Hendren Memorial. Other special events include the Falcone Automotive 410 Outlaw Sprint Series, the Boss Wingless Sprint Car Series, the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series Ed Laboon Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Thunder on the Dirt Vintage Modifieds, the Hobby Stock Invitational, and more. For our full schedule and all track information, check out ppms.com and be sure to stay up to date by following us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and on Twitter at PA Motor Speedway. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tyler Harris. Welcome back to Rapid on Racing. I'm Tyler Harris, and we will be covering the upcoming 11th annual Ed Laboon Memorial Race taking place on Saturday, June the 4th. Perhaps one of the most prestigious races on the entire Penn Ohio Pro Stock Touring Series schedule, this is an event that hits home to Vince Laboon each year as we all come together and remember and honor his father. I know it's, uh, I'm driving my wife crazy already, you know, with chasing sponsors on, looking at weather, wondering if everything's going to work out. I ordered the, uh, the championship belt that people really seem to like instead of the trophy. So that's on its way. Um, so hopefully it'll be nice weather, which is usually a, at best 50, 50 proposition for my dad's race. I think he still has some fun with me driving me crazy on race day, but yeah, it's, it's really crazy. It'll be 
10 years that I lost him in August, which is hard to believe. Like, I still feel like I can get on the garage and see him and you know hear his voice just like it was yesterday, but it's 10 years. It's, it's crazy how it goes by. So you know, this will be the 11th race now um, for him. So yeah, it's, it's amazing that it's, it's gone by that quick and that it's been another year since we've, we've done this. Yeah. There are a lot of unfortunate circumstances surrounding racers this year, whether it's costs and inflation, tire and part shortages, etc. But Vince is determined not to let those factors impact this race. It's it's a challenge, you know, like you said, in, in this day and age with um, you know the cost of racing, and this year we have fuel and tires and everything that goes with it. So you know, my focus this year is to try to make it um, is uh, rewarding and advantageous for guys to come. I respect the fact that it's really hard to travel three hours to get to the track with the cost of everything. So um, you know, I'm working on a few things I'll be announcing soon, but really my focus this year is um, kind of patting the back of the purse as much as I can, the start money. Um, and hopefully it makes a difference for guys that, that do have to make that trip. And then the ever popular um, Dobbs Auto non-qualifier race, um, bumping that up as much as I can for the start money for that as well. Um, so it's kind of shifting gears where, you know, the the headlines are, oh, it's 5,000 win or 4,000 to win, or even 3,000 is a good number, uh, you know, currently. Uh, so I'm trying to work on both really to, to make it uh, friendly for the guys to come. Obviously, no entry fees. That's something I'm 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 a very strong believer in. That you know, there's no gotchas when you come to my dad's race. You know, there's no registration fees. There's no entry fees. There's there's nothing. I want you to come and race and have fun. So, you know, if you win, um, you know, five hundred bucks, you really win five hundred bucks. There wasn't a two hundred dollar entry fee to get in the track. That stuff drives me crazy. I understand why the bigger series have to do it. But that's something. I'm, I'm luckily able to do because of all the support from the sponsors and people who just give me, you know, random 20 bucks, 50 bucks here or there because they believe in what we're doing. So that's why, to your point, it's, it's really special. It's more than a race to me, I think. And um, I think that's why it's, it's so strongly supported. I'm not just throwing a bunch of money out there with some corporate sponsor to have a big race. You know, it's people that grew up with my dad sponsoring people that race with me and my dad still sponsoring. So uh, I'm very, I feel very fortunate to have the support that I do. For a driver or race fan who has never attended an Ed Laboon Memorial event, here is what they can expect. You know, I'm hoping at least 40 upwards of 50 cars. So you see a lot of cars you don't see on a weekly basis or even, um, you know, from our state. We have guys that come from, you know, really tri-state area. We have some New York drivers. We have some Ohio drivers. Uh, I've heard a couple guys maybe coming from a little further south of uh, Virginia and one one guy he's hoping but you know he's coming up from Georgia so um fingers crossed you know at the cost of fuel and everything so you'll see a, a ton of cars a lot of cars you don't get to see um on a weekly basis um locally I feel the best pro stock drivers around I know that there's all different roles for the divisions but these guys, you know, for 30 lap feature, unless someone breaks, um, you're not going to see any cautions either. These guys race clean. They race hard. They're, um, I'd say, as professional as you can get for, you know, local dirt drivers. Um, you know, some of my, the features had one or two cautions the entire night. So that's across hot laps, five or six heats, two beam mains, a dash, a feature, and a non-qualifier. I mean, that's how good these guys are. I don't want to jinx myself, you know, but um, you'll see some great action, a ton of cars, um, the best around. And, and the crazy thing is, too, the speeds that they're turning. If you look back historically, as the records were set for late models over the years and semi-late models and crate late models, um, you know, these cars still weigh 2,900 pounds, 2,800 pounds, somewhere around there. 
Um, but their turning speeds, their, their average speeds are over 113, 115 miles an hour for qualifying for the track slicks up. So, you know, you'll see essentially the, you know, the old school speed of late models and they look like late models now, actually, anyway. Um, so yeah, so you'll see great racing, a ton of cars. Um, and then the format, we do qualify, um, we do straight up heat races. So I don't want guys that are they get inverted six on the pool, maybe their first time at Pittsburgh and get run over and destroy their car. So it's a very driver-friendly layout um, uh, as far as the races go. Then we have a, a dash that determines um, the order of the feature. Um, thanks to uh, my friend Brian's rim and um, DNT fireworks, we'll have a nice little fireworks display during the pace lap, which is really important to me just to have that big race feel to it. Um, and then, you know, 30 laps is some of the best racing you're going to see locally. And for the guys that have some bad luck or something breaks and they can fix it, we'll have the Dobbs Auto non-qualifiers race. That'll be 517 to win at least. So not a bad um, backup plan. If something breaks, you'd still race for 500 bucks. Can't beat that. Vince will be hosting a benefit this Friday, May the 13th, to help raise funds for the upcoming event, where all of the donations will go directly to the competitors of the event. My old sponsor from my modified and pro stock days when I was a bit younger, the Loose Moose Saloon in Baldwin, PA. Um, I'm friends with the owner still. So he's letting me do a little fundraiser this Friday night, starting around six o'clock, but we'll be there all night. Um, if you can make it, we're asking for a $10 donation at the door to get you a wristband. And that'll get you $2 drinks and shots and mixed drinks all night. Uh, so even if you, well, when you're donating to a great cause, so anything I raise from this goes directly into my dad's purse. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to put that towards the back of the purse, as I mentioned before, uh, for the start money. Um, but even after a round of drinks, really, you're making your money back. So it'll be $2 drinks all night. Um, we have food specials as well. We'll have the Penguins game on. I'm pretty confident that'll go at least six games now. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So um, I have information on it on Facebook. There's an invite out there on my page. If we're friends on Facebook, I made it public. But if not, Loose Moose Saloon in Baldwin this Friday night, the 13th at Laboon Fundraiser. Um, everything I make goes directly to the purse. So it'd be nice to catch up, see some old friends, see some racers there, and uh, you know, maybe do a couple toasts to my dad and get this thing ready to go. And of course, sponsors and contributors are the key to hosting most successful events. Vince takes a moment to thank those who make it all happen. Sure. I got to thank the presenting sponsors. This is the second year in a row um, they've shared it. So I have Horhut Inc. and ANF Engineering, the McGill family, who are the presenting sponsors. They're a huge, huge part of this race. Without them, uh, I wouldn't be doing it, honestly. I the one thing I was going to mention too, with the craziness of everything, I was considering putting a pause on the race because everyone's hurting right now, you know, cost of gas, tires, inflation, businesses. But I have to say, you know, I reached out to um, Kelly and Dan of uh, Horhead Inc. right away and they were in. So then I was, I felt very blessed to be able to do this. So I want to thank them for being, you know, our large presenting sponsors as well. Um, and then I have a handful of other um, platinum sponsors that really take care of me. Um, the first one I want to mention is Scott Gunn of West Mifflin Collision. Scott's been with me. This will be the 11th year he's been a platinum sponsor with me. So um, again, without him, definitely would have died a long time ago. So I want to appreciate Scott mentioned him um, as well as being critical to this race. So as I mentioned, I have DNT Fireworks um, and Zerim Auto and Tire who are going to put that together. Um, Dobbs Auto, as I mentioned, doing that non-qualifiers race. He's been with me uh, at least the last six or seven years now. I think we've done the the Dobb race. Uh, Finn and Barrett Outdoors, my friend Brian Osborne, um, he's been great, helped me 
not only sponsor the race, but pull other um, people together to get involved. So I, I appreciate you, Brian. Um, Jacob's Towing and Service. Um, Jacob Billick got involved for the first time this year. His family's been coming down with their pro stocks racing at Pittsburgh, and he wanted to get involved. So uh, thanks to Jacob. Jim Bryce Racing. Jim Bryce and my dad were friends all the way back in the, the 80s and 90s through racing. Uh, and Jim's been a family friend for many, many years and taking care of the race. So thanks to Jim. Um, Lias Tire, American Racer. Um, Dustin's been great to work with from, from Lias. They've sponsored a lot of the contingency awards, which I'll get to in a second here as well. Um, I have uh, Randy Wyatt, who's been, um, I think he's been in seven or eight at the memorials now. Um, R&R Enterprise Auto Sales, thanks to Randy. Um, let's see, I have Ron's Barbershop out in, um, out by Kennywood. He's friends with the Dobbs. He's stepped on boards, really helped me out. Um, Simeon Garage Doors, uh, Bob's been great, helped me out the last couple of years as well. Um, as I mentioned, Scott was the last one on my list trying to go in alphabetical order here to make sure I didn't forget anyone. Um, I do want to quickly mention some of the um, contingency awards as well this year. So obviously we lost Bobby Heim over the winter, a great guy. Um, I think he was involved in at least seven of the Boone Memorials too. Uh, friends with him over the years, Bob Schwartzmiller, who was the inaugural winner, is real tight with Bob. So uh, we're trying to do some stuff for Bob this year. So um, in, in honor of his number of 92, we're going to do $192 contingency awards for various things. So uh, we'll do uh, Russ Byler is going to sponsor the Hard Charger for 192. Uh, he was a racer at Sharon. I think he was in a couple of Boone Memorials as well. As I mentioned, uh, Bob Schwartzmiller, Schwartzmiller uh, Ground Maintenance. Um, I think it's actually a different name now. It might be Schwartzmiller uh, Trucking since he got some rigs now he's working with that. So sorry, Bob. But either way, everyone knows who Bob Schwartzmiller is. Um, he'll be sponsoring the Fast Time in memory of Bobby Heim. Uh, Schaefer's Auto and Exhaust is putting 192 up for the Fast Dash. So some good money there um, just for those contingency awards alone. Um, and then Real Nuts Vodka, I just posted that last night. They came on board. Um, back to my little spiel about making it um, friendly for guys to come and give it a shot. Um, so they're sponsoring, I've been calling it the Invader Award. So um, to the highest finishing driver making his first Ed Laboon appearance, uh, or appearance, um, there'll be a $200 contingency award on top of his um, start money. So if you're a guy that hasn't been there before, you want to give it a shot and you make the race and you're the highest finisher, in a minimum, you'll be taking home 500 bucks, even if you finish last and you're the only guy, you know, the only first time guy there. So um, I know that extra bonus was 100 bucks a couple of years ago. And that's how we got Alan Dellinger to come down and give it a shot. That in the belt, his kid told him, or his kid told him he had to get the belt. And then he wanted the extra 100 bucks for being the invader. So that's a true story. That's how I got Jim Dandy Jr. at the race. And he won. So I told him it was a good investment. We still laugh about that when I see him. Um, and then Chase Lambert, who also races at PMS occasionally and mostly Lernerville, um, he's putting up $100 to the highest finishing Lernerville points car. So if I pull a couple Lernerville guys that haven't been there before and they're the highest finisher for the first time, they're looking at $300 extra just to make the race um, on top of the $300 to start. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of stuff going on, um, trying to make it exciting for new drivers, fans, keep it interesting because after, again, 11 years, you want to make it fresh. I, I don't want it to be stale and get boring. If it ever gets stale and boring, I'm going to, I'm going to retire and sit in the stands. <laughs> People or businesses who are interested in getting involved are always invited to do so. No amount is too big or too little and helping hands always go a long way. Uh, yeah, just reach out to me um, personally. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, my, my email is racer17v, as in Vince, at yahoo.com. 
Um, and I'll give my cell. We're all friends here. So at 412-396-9138, shoot me a text, give me a call. I can always explain to you the benefits of joining, what you want to do specifically, walk you through the process. But essentially, if someone wants to give me 50 bucks, that's another 50 bucks towards the race. It's as simple as that. So the Miley's have a guaranteed part of the purse. Anything else I raise on top of that, every penny goes to the ra- to the racers and to the, um, the, the overall purse. So um, no donation or sponsorships too small. I mean, some people um, give me 20 bucks and I respect that 20 bucks is a lot to them. So I really appreciate it. So yeah, reach out to me or catch me at the track and we, we can talk and make it work for you. I really appreciate it. As I said earlier, this event hits close to home for Vince and his family, and it's the ones at home that often help the most. Again, thanks to everyone that helps me. I could rattle off 70 names at a minimum that throw money into this race, and we'd be here another 20 minutes, so I won't do that. But um, again, thank you to everyone who supports this. I want to thank my wife, Angela, for um, not driving her too crazy as I go through this. A lot of time spent on my spreadsheet chasing random people for 50 bucks here at the bar or something like that. And she's great. And she teases me all the time about it. And I want to thank um, my son, Connor, for getting involved. Um, he gets really excited to do the driver introductions and the driver start your engines and the fireworks now. And it's cool to see him over the years develop and get older and be able to enjoy it more because uh, when I was four years old, when the track opened, my dad took me. So that kind of goes full circle back to um, why I love it. Um, my dad brought me into the sport and made so many friends over the years and be able to share that with my family and especially Connor means a lot to me. So excited to, uh, to get to do that again. So thanks to the family for the support and all the fans out there. And that'll do it for our segment this week for Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. We look forward to hosting the 11th annual Ed LeBoom Memorial on Saturday, June the 4th. And we hope that we'll see you there to experience it for yourselves. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whalen Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo 
at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, listeners, joining us now is Tom Lang with all the latest drag racing news. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you, as always. I think the pleasure's all mine. Hey, last weekend, there were three drag racing series in action, and every one of them had some interesting storylines for fans to follow. Let's start with the Circle K NHRA Four Wide Nationals at ZMAX Dragway. Well, Don, I understand that John Force has requested that you attend each pre-race press conference for the remaining races on the 2022 NHRA Camping World Series Tour. Uh, Last week, we talked about John's performance at that press conference, but that was just a teaser for his performance during the race. Uh, John set a new track record in qualifying with a 385 at over 334 mile per hour during the Friday qualifying session, and that earned him the number one spot. Uh, From that number one spot, John waited through two tough preliminary rounds to advance to the final. Uh, along the way, he also reset the track speed record to 335.07 mile per hour in round one. In the final round, John ran 391 with a four at over 328 mile per hour to knock off his teammate and son-in-law, Robert Height, defending world champion Ron Capps, and first-time finalist, Mike McIntyre Jr. Force has won 16 world championships in Funny Car and now has 155 national event wins, by far the most in NHRA history. It was John's first win of the 2022 season. Height finished as the runner-up as he advanced to his third final round of the year. Uh, he re- remained in second in points behind Matt Hagen, while Force jumped up to the fourth spot. In top fuel, Justin Ashley led qualifying on the strength of his pass of 3.669 seconds, over 131 mile per hour, which he recorded in the Friday session. A young Justin did not enjoy the same success in eliminations as Force did in Funny Car. His day ended in the second round when he smoked the tires just off the starting line. In the final round, it was Mike Salinas who took the win with a 3.708 at over 330 mile per hour. It was Salinas' second win of the season and fifth of his career and the first with his new sponsor, Pet Boys, on the car. He joined Brittany Force as the only two-time winners in the class in 2022. Cameron Ferre finished as a runner-up, going 3.92 at over 3.07 as he tried to pick up his first career win. Brittany Force maintained the points lead, while Salinas moved into second with the victory. As Steve Johnson would probably prefer every race were held in the four-wide format as Z-Max, 
as he worked his way to a second straight win and a second consecutive victory at the Circle K NHRA Four Wide Nationals. Johnson went 674 at over 200 mile per hour in the final round of Pro Stock Motorcycle, easily distancing himself from Karen Stouffer, Eddie Craywick, and Joey Gladstone. It gives Johnson his 11th career victory and plenty of momentum after also winning the previous weekend in Houston. At Z-Max Dragway, Johnson had the quickest bike of every session during eliminations, including an impressive run at 6.712 seconds in the second round that set the track record. He also moved into the points lead with his second win this season. And in Pro Modified, Chris Thorne picked up his second straight victory to open the year with his win at Z-Max. The Thorne knocked off Lyle Barnett, Ricky Smith, and Stan Shelton in the final round. Thorne ran 5.795 seconds at 252 mile per hour, and Barnett finished as the runner-up. Thorne was last off the starting line with a horrible .320 reaction time, but two of his opponents left too soon as Stan Shelton rolled through the beams, drawing a red light, and Ricky Smith left before the tree fired, also drawing a red light. In addition to Pro Mods racing at the NHRA race at ZMAX, there were two other Pro Mod events running on the same weekend. Tell us about the PDRA race in Bowling Green and the Northeast Outlaws race at Bud's Creek. With three Pro Mod races on the same weekend, the car count was bound to suffer somewhere, and it was at the PDRA race that uh, took the hit. The PDRA series is the only ProMod series that splits the nitrous oxide cars into one class and the supercharged and uh, turbo cars into another class. Both of those classes ran with short fields at Bowling Green, but the racing action was still stellar. A three-time defending Pro Nitrous champion Jim Halsey returned to his usual spot in the winner's circle as he qualified number two and beat Mike Achenbach in the final with a 368 at over 206 mile per hour as Achenbach was forced to lift. Uh, Achenbach leads the points by almost 300 on the strength of his win in the first race at Galat where Halsey went out early. History was made in the Pro 632 class as for the first time two female drivers met in the final round. And they were rather young competitors. Uh, Amber Franklin, who has won a championship in junior dragster, uh, which, interestingly enough, it was the same season that her father, Tommy, won a championship in Pro Nitrous. Well, Amber met Lexi Tanner in the final round, with Amber picking up the win with a 418 at over 170 mile per hour to handle Lexi's 423 at 167. It was Amber's first win in the class in her second final round. She now leads the points over Alan Drinkwater. Uh, Amber and Lexi are very good friends and are often seen hanging out with each other at the track, which added another interesting aspect to the final. Uh, I mentioned that these were very young women. Uh, historically, women don't like to reveal their age, so I won't do that. But the ages of these two ladies together is less than half the age of John Force. And in the other Pro Mod class, you could say that 
this is shaping up as a banner year for Todd Tuttero. Uh, Todd won his second straight race on the season as he defeated Lexi Tanner's brother, Preston, in the final round of Pro Boost. Uh, King Tut qualified fourth, and on race day, he ran quick enough to knock off each of his opponents. Todd ran 365 at over 209 mile per hour to get the best of young Mr. Tanner in the final. Uh, Preston was ahead of Tuttero for most of the race, but suffered a mechanical failure down track, which allowed Todd to get around him for the win. Uh, with two rin- wins in two races, Tuttero has a nice lead in the points in Pro Boost, as he is chasing his 22nd career championship title in the various series in which he has competed. And Tuttero is not just a car owner and driver. He tunes both his car and teammate Kurt Stedding's car, and he also builds engines and provides tuning advice to other teams, including that of his final round opponent, Preston Tanner. Uh, the Tanner team just installed uh, one of Tuttero's Noonan Hemi engines uh, in, under the hood of their Corvette for this year. And get this, not only were both of the cars in the final round of Bowling Green powered by Tuttero-built engines, the two finalists at the Northeast Outlaw Race at Bud's Creek were also Tuttero customers. It's a little history was made there. For the first time in the 30 years that the Northeast Outlaw Pro Mod Association has been in existence, it was a father-son matchup in the final round, as Mike Decker Jr. defeated his son, Mike Hollywood Decker. Uh, Decker III left the starting line first with an 049 to his father's 064, but Hollywood had to pedal and slowed to a 387 at 200 mile per hour. Decker Jr. sailed down the eighth mile strip to a winning 368 at over 209. So I'd have to say that Todd Tuttero and his crew of son Ty Tuttero, Brad Schmidt, and Kristen Blackburn are off to a great start this year. They keep putting cars in the final round and the winner's circle, and it looks like it's going to be a bright season for them. Is that why they call him King Tut? Uh, yes. Yes, and he he's the king of that uh, class, I'll, I'll tell you. All the championships he's won and uh, the races he's won, and it's kind of funny if you spend any time hanging around his trailer, uh, the people that show up they're looking for just help fixing stuff that broke for them over the course of a weekend and uh, tuning advice. Well, it's some of the who's who of Pro Modified, and uh, he's going to have another one of them winning seasons. You mentioned John Force, and one of the classic comments during that press conference was when the moderator said to him, how would you compare your victories with those of Richard Petty? And he looked at him and he said, you realize I never raced against Richard Petty. (laughs) Well, that's because he didn't start early enough. Uh, I'm sure you're aware, Don, uh, Richard did do a little bit of drag racing back in the 60s, but uh, John didn't get his career started at that time. Yeah. But, uh, hey, it's great to be compared to fellow champions and another all-time winning as driver, isn't it? It is. Yes, two of the best. Well, Tom, speaking of the best, this report is one of your best. Any closing thoughts? 
Uh, no, Don, I'm just uh, hoping some of this rain that we've experienced over the past how many weekends gets out of here because uh, our local tracks are suffering as far as getting in events. And uh, I hope pretty soon the sun will shine and uh, get us all out on uh, whatever surface or discipline we like to compete in. I'd like to see everybody get a chance to do that. Tom, I thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same, Don. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. This is Jonathan Davenport, and you're listening to Rapid on Racing. Listeners, joining us is the driver of the number, we'll say 27K, Jeremy Kornbaugh. Jeremy, welcome to Rapid on Racing. I think we had you on when you first started. This is like maybe 2015, so I think we're both getting a little bit older, but... I've had an opportunity. I've known your your mom, Denise, for many, many years through racing. You know, you got one of the best supporters in the world there. And you always wonder how people get involved. And I remember when your mother was 
you know, your brother started the racing, and then he got into, had some health issues, and then you kind of, like, jumped in unexpectedly, and, you know, your first endeavor in that was, I think you might have run some go-karts, but you jumped into a 305, and sometimes people say the 305, you know, any sprint car is easier, and some people say, well, maybe why didn't you jump into a modified or a late model, but, you know, Again, you had the sprint car there at your disposal, and it's been now, you know, six, seven years, and the growth process has been slow, but yet it's it's on the uptick. Yeah, it's it's hard to believe it's been that long. You don't don't realize it till you look back and look at it years. But um, yeah, we were just started sprint cars, like you said, my brother raced, but my grandpa and his brothers had car in the 70s from 71 to to the late 70s so it's always always been a part of the sprint car sprint car scene so that's that's where we are and yeah finally building up a little team here and hopefully now i can get some success coming my way (laughs) and we say it's a little team and again i i think most of our listeners understand the sport is not inexpensive and the craziness and not with anything said, with things that you can't get parts, tire prices, gasoline, and like all time high now. You know, fortunately for you, you you don't live far from you know Mercer, and you run a lot of Mercer races. And from time to time, we'll see you hop over to the Sharon, which again it's just right over the hill from you, and then you venture out to Lernerville. But you know, you spent those growing years into the 305, and I mean. And again, your mom has provided you the best of anything, or not the, I won't say the best, but I mean, provided you opportunities that, uh, because she just loves the sport so much, and you're not a high dollar team, but yet, I've watched you grow, and I've watched you grow both in talent, and through that, you've been able to pick up some sponsors, and it, it, you've gotten your, you know, your maturation through the 305s, and you had a, some good runs there, and now you're competing against the four ten, in the 410s most of the time, and that's just, you get into that division there, it's just some of the local talent we have is just, you know, phenomenal, the, you know, the AJ Flicks, the Timmy Schaefer's, even though we think Timmy Schaefer you know, as a as a national driver, but you know, on any given day when you head down to Sharon for a three thousand the wind show, you get the guys that are coming over from the central part of Ohio, and it it makes the race tougher and tougher for you. Yeah, it, it sure does, and that's what a lot of these local guys are just as fast. You know, when the all stars come to town, uh, so it's it's all takes a while. Like I said, it's been six seven years, and really the past two two years i've finally have a a nice car that's you know pretty close to best of the best that we can afford so just growing takes a long time to grow a lot of parts and updating over time but we slowly build it up and i've had a lot a lot of great sponsors now and uh, ed and jerry's auto service has been with me since the start they were one of my first sponsors sponsored my brother uh they're great great people and like my mom's hair salon, Design Woman Hair Styling, they've been with us since the start. Westside Beverage, they, my cousin Matt, he's he's always come along to the races here. Turn Four Toilets, he's been with me. Pretty much all my sponsors that I have now have still been have been with me from the start, and uh, it means a lot because they, you know, have been close so close so many times, and they they they've not given up on me yet. 
you know, Jeremy, physically for your statute, you're one. Of, you're you know you're tall. You're what about six two, maybe yeah, three. six three. Yeah, one of the taller drivers. And when you think about that, you know sometimes that, I want to say it's a handicap, but you know you think of maybe Dale Blaney is being one of the taller drivers out there. I mean, you look at the average for a car driver, you look at a Brad Sweet or a Kyle Larson, those guys, you know, they're maybe tops 5'7", something very shorter. And, you know, you, you have to get a special cage because you got to be, you fit comfortable on that. But uh, this year, you know, we're at the Shenango Mall doing this interview and your mother, I don't know if it's your mother or it's you, never seemed to change or amaze me with the changes of colors. I think I've seen some reds. I know for the last few years, I'm always identifying the 27K as orange and white. And this year, again, I saw your mother, and I looked at the color of her hair, and I was like, okay, well, that's going to give me a, like a little bit of clue what the car is. I mean, it's a, a vibrant purple this year. Yeah, it sure is. We've been, like I said, my family had a car in the 70s, and they were they were orange and white, and that's where that came came along. But they, yeah, blue, blue and yellow, and everything. So, but my most of my career, we've been orange, orange, white, and blue. And I just I wanted to surprise her. I surprised her for her on her birthday, and that was she had no idea it was coming because it is a so so drastic of a change that I've that I've done. But I think it looks real good, and I'm excited for the change. Hopefully, it brings brings some more speed. <laughs> Listeners, we're talking to Jeremy Kornbaum. We're going to take a commercial message. We'll be back shortly. Listeners, we're back from our commercial break, and we're with Jeremy Kornbaum. Jeremy's the driver of the number 27K410 Sprint. And Jeremy, we've been talking the last first part of the, the break uh, about your career. And one of the things that... It, it, I know I've known your mother for many many years and your mother is not like your typical mom she is truly the penultimate race car mom woman whatever you want to call uh, she's been that way through the years I'm not sure if that was you know with your grandfather and you know I just you know at the first part of the interview I was asking how your grandfather was and you said he just passed away this you know past you know past Tuesday so myself and from Don you know we wish condolence to the family because I know he was a big part because there's nothing greater when you have success whether it's a heat race win or a B main or have a good run to your mom's always there Jeremy and She's one of the first ones to congratulate you on what you do. But I know it was always great to go back and you know convey that to your grandpa. Yeah, I I couldn't tell you which one of those two was was my biggest fan. It was seemingly like, you know they they'd have their nights where they they wanted to beat beat each other in the biggest fan competition. But yeah, they were my mom's been you know help. She's been my biggest fan, my biggest my biggest help since we started. And when we started, it was really was just me and her and just built this team together and you know that's what she's we've been slowly I've been trying to take it over from her but she still helps tremendously you know I would not be where I'm at without you know because she does even know for a woman in the sport has a lot of connections with people and it's helped me it's helped me greatly but yeah my, my grandpa Jim he's like I said part of that team there in the 70s that he lit the fire for all of us so skipped a generation since my mom didn't race but she's just as just as important in this team as I am uh but grandpa always he always had he's he got hats made shirts made if if we, if we have hats or shirts he was the one pushing for them 
but so we'll hopefully make him proud this year. Him and my mom were both big fans of this purple, and that's really fitting. I, I can only imagine these purple shirts this year. They'll be they'll be very very special. Maybe you could put a little in memory of Grandpa on there somewhere too. But Jeremy, just to wrap things up, and like I said, we've talked about you know your career so far, but plans for 2022. Where are you going to be hitting and missing, or are you going to try to do some of the special shows as they come along over at Sharon and up Larnerville this year? Really, pretty much from which is opposite of what I've done. I want to really race as much as I can this year. Now, like I said, we got a nice, nice team build up, and I do have a spare car just in case. So a lot of, a lot of spares and, and stuff ready to go that I can, I can go out and race two nights a week, three nights a week now. So this is a, the 305 we're going to start with. Uh, so we'll still try and run most of the Allegheny Sprint Tour, pretty much all the 305. They're at Mercer every week, but as well as get to the 410 together, and Mercer's paying out some pretty good pretty good shows there, and I seem to be all right there, so that's where we're going to focus, and just wherever. Wherever the wind blows, wherever I'm feeling that morning, that's where we're going to go. Well, that's always a good approach because, you know, nowadays to run for points sometimes is if you ask the average person, even some of the professional touring guys, whether it be a sprints or and they're going where the money is, it's mm-hmm. just if, if you can chase something at Sharon for 3000 to win and instead of having to travel somewhere five hours away in central PA, it, it doesn't really make any sense. But, Jeremy, it's been great sharing some time with you here this evening. And, we look forward to what 2022 brings, and I'm sure we'll be, whether it's be Lernerville or at Sharon or at Mercer, we'll see you around the tracks. Yep, yep, sure will, and uh, appreciate you having me, Dave. Uh, every year we always have good talks here. Thank you. Proudly presented Rapping on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rapping on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.